Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dice Camera Action. Yay! Um, so, a uh, last-minute thing. Uh, Nate had something come up, so he couldn't make it to today's session. He is deeply, deeply sorry, and so... Um, Not as sorry as we're going to be. Everyone take a drink. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, so he knows, he knows it's going to be a toughie, but I have his character sheet. Uh, Paulton is still in play, and so we'll just... We'll wing it, and uh, everything I'm, is fine. Everything is fine. So when last we left the Waffle Crew, oh boy, um, uh, things things went a certain way, and it's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, attempts were made to poison Strahd. Uh, <laughs> that, that summarizes last session. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and to steal his sword. And Strix lit a tapestry on fire that he had given to his brother as a gift that depicted his father, Yay. King Baroff. And then uh, after the Waffle Crew helped the bride and groom-to-be escape in a carriage, um, Strahd came out and D.F. stabbed him in the back. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> and uh, Paulton tried to ensorcel Strahd's steed, the black stallion Bocephalus, uh, but that did not work out so well. And we ended last week's session with Strahd turning to confront his backstabber. <laughs> now, Evelyn, during the surprise round, you were the only one who didn't take an action. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything you'd like to do in this moment? I should have known you would ask me that first thing. <laughs> <laughs> um... No is an acceptable answer. <laughs> So just to give you a lay of the land, you are standing out in the courtyard in front of the castle proper, surrounded on uh, all sides by towering walls, a gatehouse ahead of you uh, with the drawbridge down, but some distance away, about 60 feet away. Uh, Strahd is out here. Uh, Rahadin sort of withdrew somewhat into the castle. Um, And... um, not only is the Waffle Crew out here, but also the baby Albert and little Simon, who's got, uh, who's sort of tugging on Paulton's coattails. And Strahd is turning around. He's just turned around after D.F. just pulled Gutter, his sword, out of Strahd's back. It has Strahd's blood on it, dripping onto the ground. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So, um, mm-hmm. Strahd himself is Strahd himself is armed with a short sword that he pulled from a secret compartment in his chair. Uh, I just want him to like, I just want him to chill out for a second. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna cast Nature's Wrath, uh, Channel Divinity to do that. I think that's what that is. I'm, I have very few of my normal tools, so I'm frantically trying to find that in here. You want him to chill out? I want him to just take a moment to think about things. <laughs> just everyone, whoa. Just whoa. Consider your life for a second. All right, you can use your channel divinity to invoke primeval forces to ensnare a foe. As an action, yeah. you cause spectral vines to spring up, reaching for the creature. It must succeed on a strength or dexterity saving throw, its choice, or be restrained. And it can repeat the save if it on later, yeah. on later rounds. Okay. So, just like, hold your horses! So to speak. <laughs> All right. Um, literally holds your horse. Li- literally holds your horse. Literally, horses. please. Hold All right. Uh, so, and Strahd is the intended target, right? Yes. Okay. What is your save DC? <sighs> He's going to go with dexterity. Uh, 17. All right. Uh, he blows that out of the water with a 27. Jesus Christ! So, yeah, the spectral vines grasp for him, uh, but uh, are, are unable to snare him. Weird, he rolled a natural 24. <laughs> Weird. All right. Um, so that's the end of the surprise round. Uh, now we go to regular initiative. Uh, you hear Rahadin in the foyer call out for the castle guards. Oh, yes. we didn't. Need that. Uh, and then he withdraws deeper into the castle. As you recall, he was badly, badly wounded last session. Not only was he attacked, but also and, and hit by a cone of cold, uh, but he also got trampled by uh, Strahd's coach. Uh, and so he's pretty messed up. His weapon was destroyed, half his face is missing, and uh, so he's, he sort of disappears into the heart of the castle. And uh, uh, Anna, Evelyn, as, he watch, as you watch... Rahadin vanish uh, into the dark interior. Uh, you can still see that the Vistani seer Katarina is there, um, but staying out of combat, staying out of trouble. Uh, Rahadin Thought just sort of limps, nice. limps past her. And then uh, we circle back around to Strix. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was saying we were quiet, and I was like, is that better? <laughs> um, uh, I'm stabbed. Just thought I'd throw that out there, that I am stabbed. Yep. And, uh, oh, I right, know. I forgot you were stabbed. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, still fine, though. I'm just stabbed. Yeah. But I would like to get on my broom. Okay. And go into the sky. Okay, your broom moves 60, so you fly 60 feet up in the air, which doesn't get you above the castle walls. Oh, I don't need to go 60. I can go okay. third. I'll 30. go only, yeah, like 30 is fine. Okay. I don't, I don't want to go too far. I just want to get out of their reach. All right, uh, you can hop on the broom and jet 30 feet and still have an action if you want. Cool. Um, yeah, I would like to do... Uh, I actually have the Drow's spell book still. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pull out the Drow's spell book and try and cast um, Everard's Black Tentacles. Make an Arcana check. Which I've never done before. <laughs> <laughs> Thus the Arcana check. Yeah, that's yeah. probably. I'm going to say this is a disadvantage because you're riding on a broom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Seven. Okay. That dice, that as, dice as you're flying up in the broom, it's very windy night, and the pages are blowing, and you got one hand on the broom, and you're like using your mouth to try to <laughs> peel the pages back, and it's just a total disaster. This oh. is a scene. This is, this a, is scene. a scene happening yeah. above. Yeah. You, you almost dropped the book. No. Uh, and uh, okay, so that's Strix. That's, that's it. Good luck, everyone. All right. Uh, on Strahd's turn, uh, the horse. Oh, the horse. Will uh, come up to him, and uh, Strahd will pull himself up onto its back. Oh. Uh, he is going Not to good. provoke an opportunity attack from you, Diaz. Yeah. Yes. Stab. And I'll stabby, take it. Stabby. Sadly, my ally is no longer within five feet of my enemy. That's true. So regular stab it is. Boop. But it's actually okay. Uh, 23? 23 is a hit. Good. Yay. Uh, but this is not a sneak attack or any other kind of fancy damage. Okay. It's just, uh, it's just regular attack. Yeah, so seven. Okay. Uh, once again, you draw like royal blood. Pull out and miss, just slash across them. And uh, you sense that Gutter, your sword, is very, very satisfied to taste this royal blood. Um, this displeases me. Oh, <laughs> does it say anything? Nope. No, no, please. Nope. Okay. <laughs> it does not. Come on. All right. Uh, then uh, Strahd will uh, guide his horse away from you, and uh, they will gallop toward the drawbridge. Uh, and they will get pretty much all the way, they'll, they'll get as far as being underneath the gatehouse, um, beyond the portcullis, but not quite to the drawbridge. Uh, the horse is moving very quickly, all out, in fact. Uh, and then, uh, that's their turn. Next up is Evelyn. Well, my last try really failed. Uh, I am going to... I can't reach Strahd right now. Uh, you would have to double move. And Strahd is the only baddie still around us. Yes. Although Rahadin just called for the guards. Um, I guess I run, I, I run to be near Dia. I'm just going to go run okay. support near right. Dia. Yeah, it doesn't, you don't have to run far. It's about 10 feet away from him. So. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're by Dia's side. And DF, you're aware of her presence. And uh, I guess I, if I have uh, an action left to cast a spell, mm-hmm. I would cast. Sorry, guys, my spell cards that I usually have are not with me at the moment. So give me a second. Um, I'm gonna cast bless at first level on Jer on on DF. Hey. Okay, now you can actually um, bless up to three creatures is, within 30 feet, so you could get Strix, Strix and Paulton as well. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about Paul's and he's still there. Yeah, <laughs> all of them. Bless y'all. All right. <laughs> so, so Strix, Diath, Paulton will all get uh, a D4 on top of their attack rolls and saving throws. Sweet. Ooh. All right. Is Feel the lot of Lathander flowing from inside you. Is that the duration of the spell? And uh, so, or like a one-time. So the bless spell lasts for a certain length of time. It's concentration up to one minute. So yeah. if okay. I concentrate, it'll right. be a little while. Uh, so for as long as that lasts, every time you roll a d20 for an attack roll or a saving throw, you also roll a d4 and add that right. to the answer, to the result. Cool. Tight. Okay. Uh, which brings us now. So as soon as you cast that spell, you're all aware that uh, pouring out of the gatehouse. Um, onto the castle walls, 90 feet overhead, are what look to be about a dozen guards with crossbows. You also see... Oh, not crossbows. Another eight, <laughs> another eight soldiers pour out uh, past Katarina out of the, the mouth, the, the entrance of the castle, and come at you from behind. It takes all of their movement, however... Uh, to emerge and level their weapons and to come out into the courtyard. So, Paulton, Evelyn, and Diath, you've got eight soldiers standing behind you, just emerged from the castle, and another 12 on the castle walls, all leveling their crossbows at you. What are you doing? Strahd went that way. Uh, you also see what looks like um, a guard captain. Uh, calling down from the battlements of the keep above and behind you and shouting orders to kill you all. <laughs> Not good. No. All right. Guys, are we just dead? Is this where it ends? <laughs> no, we run away. Is this the end of the show? <laughs> nope. It's time to run. It's time to run away, everyone. Uh, Diaf. Hello. You're up. Great. You see crossbow bolts leveled at you, swords drawn behind you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Paulton and Evelyn are next to me, and Strix is floating above. That's correct. Yeah, she's just, like, going like this, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn is just yelling things at Strahd, like, you can still turn to the light! You could still be good! Bless your immortal soul! <laughs> As you're looking uh, at the big black horse getting farther away and his big cape, uh, Strahd's cape yep. bellowing out behind him, mm-hmm. yeah. Lathander to... loves you! Uh, <laughs> now, if so you said Strahd already is already like kind of going? Yes, he is heading out to the courtyard out toward the drawbridge. And there's no good way for me to reach him right now. You, If you were to run after him... Um, like cutting action dash. Uh, so right now he is about... 60 feet away from you. So if you okay. were to dash and move, you would be there. So, I, okay, I could do that, but I would be going through. You'd be coming up behind him, essentially. Yeah, but with all the, all the guards who are there, yeah, I, I'd be going like through them, basically? Or? Uh, they're on the walls above. Oh, okay. So they would be shooting down at you. That's still a lot of crossbow bolts. Sure is. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> um, now, the one thing you... Well, make an intelligence check, DF. All right. And okay. 
14. So that's high enough to know, um, based on your martial experience, that with the fact that it's kind of windy and they're 90 feet up and using these heavy crossbows, they're actually firing at you from long range, so they're at disadvantage. Oh. Okay. That's great to know. Oh, as as much as I just want to ruin Strahd. I cannot, under good conscience, just leave everyone else behind after a singular purpose. Strahd's evil! Catch him! We'll be fine! I, so I guess I'll like turn I'll turn to Paulton and Evelyn and almost signal that it's probably best for us to lay down our arms. Yeah, so uh, he'll he'll sheathe his blade, okay, and then just uh, make make no kind of aggressive movement or anything. Kind of put his hands up on it, but like a, a fist shaking at his side as Strahd oh. rides off. Just <laughs> mm. All right, Strahd's just like really, <laughs> like that's it, just that. Uh, yeah, so Paulton's beside you, and he goes, what are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he could probably get through. He can get invisible and do other things. He can do all kinds of things, particularly with his new instrument of the bards. Yeah. <sighs> uh, uh, um... <laughs> Uh, I don't know what to do. Okay. Decision paralysis. All right. Decision. <laughs> don't you have decision fatigue while we're all dying? <laughs> Pretty much every day of DS life. <laughs> decision fatigue. <laughs> okay. It's like the story of the Waffle Crew is decision fatigue. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I think Paulton. Um, now, Evelyn, you look actually pretty wounded, right? Yeah. He, I think we all do. He is going to strum a few lines on his mandolin and cast <gasps> Cure Wounds on you. And this wow. is a new mandolin, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked! <laughs> Evelyn is like, <gasps> like a Disney princess, like, <laughs> like, the, like the Cinderella turning into the ball gown. All right, so he's going to heal you. Feels amazing. 16 hit points. Cool. All right. Evelyn, do you think you and Shrix could fly after Strahd? Oh, sure thing. She goes. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. I know. She Uh, goes. She intends to go. Yes. All right. um, Let's see. It is now. Now that Paulton's gone, the guards turn. So, uh, since Diath, you have sheathed your weapon, uh, they will just attempt to apprehend you. That is to say, they're grappling you, but not like punching you in the yeah. head or anything like that. Okay. They're seizing you. Um, they will attempt to do the same thing to Evelyn. Evelyn, are you attempting to resist? Yes. Okay, in that case, they attack you. 
Of course. Evelyn? I, and why resist? I mean, oh no, don't worry. We're not bad guys. We're just here to help. <laughs> and then As you're like, uh, flying, you're like flying up. They, yeah. will, they will give you a moment to uh, sheath or drop your weapon. Do you do either? No. Okay. <laughs> they will attack you. Okay. All right. Uh, and um, Paulton, however, no. will just sort of stop playing his mandolin and surrender, just like the Don't stop, time. that was nice! All right. The guitar swings from his yes. like, neck strap. <laughs> uh, so, Evelyn. Um, oh, boy. Okay, so the first guy rolls a 21 to hit. Second guy misses. The third guy rolls a 15. Your armor class is... 17. All right. Yeah! And the fourth yeah. guy crit you. All right. Of course. Oh, yeah, also, I, I wasn't wearing armor, so I wasn't about to get shot right, up by crossbows. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so um, Evelyn, you take six points of damage from the first sword swing. Ouch! Stop that! Uh, oops. It's like clang, clang, clang. <laughs> and then you take 15 points of damage from the second crit. I just got healed! Excuse me! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, as they're hitting your inanimate body, you don't so much as feel the blows or simply just sort of rocked by them. Um, but you can see that that last one cut pretty deep through the, the artificial leathery skin and wood of your body mm. into your innards. Yeah, I don't think that makes that- it better. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right. Um, and the crossbowmen up above will also take aim at Evelyn and Strix. Mm. All right. Now, in the interest of transparency, because I know I was going to make a lot of rolls at disadvantage for these guys, I actually printed out a sheet of paper with random dice rolls from 1 to 20 that I'll just oh. check off as I go. I'm oh. so glad you were ready for that. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so Strix, a flurry of crossbow bolts get launched in your direction. Oh, okay. Um, eight of them, to be exact. What's your armor class? Uh, I, cla- I cast Mage Armor earlier, I'm pretty okay. sure. So, yes. so it's 14. 14. All right. So, one hit. I'm also in the sky. Oh, I'm sorry, that was a miss. Way uh, in the sky. Two misses, <laughs> three misses, four misses, five misses, six misses, seven misses. <laughs> and, uh, one hit. All right, uh, so only one of the bolts hits you, Strix, and it does eight points of piercing damage. Oh, that's good. I'm glad it wasn't all of them, because I'd be dead. <laughs> all right, and then yeah. four more take shots at Evelyn. They, too, have disadvantage. Uh, that's going to miss, 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 and miss. Ha! That's what I like to hear. Clatter, clatter, clatter. Crossbow bolts <laughs> shatter on the cobblestones around you. And... Uh, uh, coming out uh, through the entrance behind the soldiers are more soldiers. Jesus. Uh, you see another four of them emerge. So now there are 12 on the walls and 12 on the ground around you. For heaven's sake. And behind those soldiers, you see what appears to be a priest of the Morning Lord. Uh, a por- oh, hey! A portly, a- nope. short man with white hair blowing in the wind, a trimmed beard, 
Uh, he's got red robes with gold trim, and he's carrying a seven-foot-tall wooden staff capped with a golden symbol of the Morning Lord. And he casts Bless on three of the guards attempting to uh, um, uh, capture Evelyn. Hey, the lot of Lathander shines upon you, friend. Hello. All right. Uh, and he's, you can hear the blessing of the Morning Lord fall upon these soldiers. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Next up is Strix. Okay. The guards on the wall reload Great. their crossbows. So how many are there in total? How many guards? 24 soldiers. Great. <laughs> 12 on the ground, 12 Great. on the walls. Lovely. Great. Um, yeah, well, for number one, she has peed herself. And uh, she's going, and is bleeding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, is and going. stabbed still. Yeah, and is stabbed. <laughs> and uh, there's, I mean, we can't capture, that's it. I mean, we're back in time. Everything's bad. So I guess she's just going to go after Strahd because okay. I'm sure she heard Dieth say to do it. Mm-hmm. She'll just like, should I do it? Looking at Dieth. You can see he's surrounded by soldiers. There's a lot of noise down there now. You're not even sure he can hear you. She's just like, I'm glad we're all friends. And just takes off. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You rocket through the night, chasing after Strahd, uh, who at that very moment is crossing the drawbridge to the gatehouses on the far side of the chasm um, that separates the castle from the main uh, mountain pass. And uh, he is obviously going after the coach. You know that. Uh, you're able to keep up with him <sighs> on, your, on your broom. You're both going, you and the horse are going at the same pace, Strix. All right. Um, is there any way, so, okay, so I've caught up and to that, him. that uses all your action to. Okay, cool. So I've so, caught up to him. You're, you're, right. you're caught up to him, but you're above him. How cool. high above him would you like to be? Oh, real high. Okay. <laughs> oh, real high. Like so high. Ninety feet, one hundred and twenty feet. Let's say, let's say a hundred feet. Okay, you're a hundred feet. Say like an yeah. eagle after a titmouse. Yeah, let's, yes. say, like, let's okay. say eagle high. <laughs> Got it. Okay. And if I have to cast a spell, it's going to be like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you just nosedive a spell. And spell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Waffles, who looks very confused, is sort of picked up and grabbed by some soldiers. No! And then that it, changes then... everything! <laughs> oh, now you don't want to fight. Uh, and uh, Waffles is feeling a bit frisky at first and then just kind of goes away. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Just kind of it doesn't look like they're going to hurt Waffles. They it just doesn't look her. like they're hurting her. No. Mm. Um, all right. And uh, we come to uh, Evelyn. <laughs> Evelyn was like about, because Dieth was like, go after Strahd. So she was like about to go. And then she saw Waffles and she's like, mm, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh yeah, just waffles. She yells it at Dieth and uh, Paulton, and she tries to shoot up after Strahd with Strix. All right, uh, you will provoke attacks of opportunity from the four guards surrounding you, if you care. Yeah. Well, <laughs> can I lay on hands and then leave? Uh, actually, if you do nothing except disengage, you can actually do it without provoking. So if then, you want yeah, to use the disengage action, you just. Yeah. All right. Up into the air, you shoot. Yeah. Um, 
and you can get up as high as, well, you can go double your speed, so 60 feet up in the air. That still puts you within the courtyard, below the top of the walls, but you're well out of the range of the guards on the floor, on the ground. All right, as you soar up into the air, the priest of the morning lord just sort of looks up at you um, from behind the wall of soldiers. Um, surprise. Well, Thunder bless you. Surprise on his face. And uh, then Diath, uh, you see uh, Paulton is fighting with a soldier who's trying to take his mandolin away. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but what do you do? It's your turn. Uh, well, I'm pretty much apprehended at this point. You are. Uh, I'm just surrounded by guards, right? No one of them have import. Uh, these, so you don't have to make a check to know that these aren't just normal guards. These are the veteran soldiers from Strahd's <laughs> army uh, who, who serve him. Um, so Strahd's they don't look like, they don't look like Phoebes. These guys have fought many battles and wars. Okay. Yeah. Not winning this fight. But nearby, there is this priestess. There is a priest, an old man, uh, standing there with a staff, um, blessing uh, the soldiers in the name of the Morning Lord. The way he's dressed, you think he's probably like the priest of the castle, like the castle has its own priest, chaplain or whatever. Okay. Uh, mm. This is the guy who probably would have done the marriage or the wedding tomorrow. Yep, okay. Uh, I can't really do okay. much from That's here fine. other than just waiting for... We're just waiting. All right. Uh, Paulton will eventually, as pointy swords are thrust under his nose, um, uh, the uh, he will release his mandolin. Uh, you see Does- his, his dead hand, his animated hand, uh, sort of crawl into his backpack. And what about Simon? Simon you can't see in the crowd because the guards have just sort of swarmed over him. Um, Paulton has strongly urged Simon not to shoot anybody with darts unless he gives the order to do so. Right. Uh, but I'll, let you make, I'll let you make a perception check, Evelyn. Ooh. Don't I'm mind if I do. awful deja vu. <laughs> uh, ooh. This is Evelyn Bot Strikes Again, 19. Very good. Uh, actually, you can see as you jet up into the sky and look back toward your friends that in the moment before he lost his mandolin, Paulton was able to get off one little strum of the mandolin, and it looks like he turned Simon invisible. Ooh, nice. I don't know what little murder bot you're talking about. Never saw one of those. <laughs> All right. Uh, so... Uh, Strix, you go barreling after Strahd in the night. Uh, you see him ride uh, to the mountains and uh, along the mountain roads, uh, and then he veers left at an intersection and begins to uh, head off. Make a perception check from your altitude. See if you can yeah, see hope, hide in the of the coach. Uh, seven. Okay. Oh, uh, wait, sorry. I get, I'm blessed. Hold on. Just kidding. No, you don't get that. <laughs> you don't get that. That's skill checks. Just, just saving throws and attacks. I'm not, right. I'm, I'm not blessed anyway, so it's All okay. Right. We're not that blessed. Uh, there's just enough light still left in the sky that you can actually follow Strahd, and you can certainly hear the clopping of the hooves of the horse chasing at full bore, uh, but you don't see any sign of the carriage up ahead. Okay, so he's just, he's just going. He's just motoring. Uh, and he, does he see me? He has not given you any indication that he has he even acknowledged your presence. 
he has not acknowledged your presence in any way that you can tell. All right. Um, with your roll of seven. With roll of seven. Right. Is there any way that while I'm cruising, I could, like, read my drow book? Uh, since you're just keeping a level altitude um, and not doing anything else, mm. uh, you can probably try to unpack the book now, hold it down, and, you know, study a, try to study a spell. Cool. Right. I'm still going to try and study the uh, the black tentacles. Okay, it looks very arcane, but give it an arcana check for me. All right. I know magic. No, I don't. I don't know magic at all, actually. You Not think, today. You think it would take you longer than just a casual read to... <laughs> On a broom. To, ...to master the spell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love the picture of her just, like, frantically flipping through it while yes. she's trying to fly a broom. And as you're reading, suddenly a gust of wind tears your witch's hat. What? Off your head. Mean. Can I go get it? Sure. Okay, that's Priority strict. <laughs> yeah, you circle down and you sort of fly, you do a flying circle uh, down to catch the hat. Just make a dexterity check to catch the hat. Oh, Great. God. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throw the one. Okay. Oh, no! Holly! Woo! Chris, why? Welcome to the you missed the hat. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw for me. It's a saving throw. You're blessed for this You're one. blessed for this one. Okay. Uh, 14. As you reach for the hat, you kind of let go of the broom um, and then suddenly realize that's a, a mistake and you grab hold of the broom before it escapes you. Oh, good. Uh, and manage to hang on. But the hat continues to flutter down. Oh, um, my hat. <laughs> My hat. Do I? Am I close enough behind her to catch it? Oh no, 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 no. Oh no. I tried. I, I think the hat is gone. Hat's gone. I'm still wearing it though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, all right, and then um, uh, Strahd books. Uh, let me see if he notices or had any indication that you're behind him. Who cares? All right. He probably uh, doesn't. He's just like this person. It's okay. not a threat. Uh, the soldiers, Evelyn, in the castle who are on the walls, take aim at you in the air. Um, since you're the only one who hasn't been apprehended and you're the only target uh, who's available to them, they will all unleash their crossbow bolts upon you. Sweet. All right. And you are within short range of them, so... This is going to hurt. No disadvantage. So, let's see. If I die one, here, I blame Paulton. Two. No one's three, dying here. Four. Not five. today. And it's every day. We're all dead. All right. <laughs> uh, five out of the 12 managed to hit you. Less than half. Guys, this is yeah. going to be, I'm telling you, this is going to be bad. I've made bad I'll decisions I'll just today. Up, I'll just uh, add up the damage. 12, 14, 16. Actually, the I told you this bad. was a bad day, you guys. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Evelyn gets pierced uh, five times and takes 22 points of damage. And plummets from the <gasps> Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> like um, a limp robotic ragdoll. All right. Uh, yes. So you hit the cobblestone, the cobblestone courtyard and will end up taking an additional nine points of damage and... That will cost you one death saving throw. All right. Uh, so, D.F. and Paulton both see uh, Evelyn get shot out of the sky and crash 
down into the courtyard about 30 feet away. Could uh, Diaz immediately make a move to like go help her? No. <sighs> no, he says. <laughs> you got too many guards grappling you. There's You'd have to you'd have to reling- you'd have to escape their grapples. You can do you can attempt one of those now. If you want to slip free of slip free of one of the grappling guards, you could do that now as an action. Uh, how many how many have grappled to me? Four. Oh, that's a lot. Uh, so, so to get free, I would need to make four grapple checks That's successfully. Right. Each one in action. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, the struggle will be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. All right. You guys, if we just if we just turn off our computers, we won't die. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> if we just turn them off, just go. Straight. The entire, Make the entire a, time, Diaz is just like screaming, like no, and yelling, like she needs help, and just trying to like pull his way through. Okay. Uh, as you do that, uh, you can see that uh, kind of making his way through the the crowd of guards surrounding you and the crowd of guards surrounding Paulton is the uh, priest of the Morning Lord. He seems to be heading over to Evelyn. Oh, I hate that the most. <laughs> and then uh, he will uh, uh, kneel down beside her, and you can see him touch her and utter a prayer. No. Maybe he's nice. No, he's yeah. not. No one is nice. And uh, Evelyn, uh, he stabilizes you. <gasps> the light of Lathander flows through my construct veins. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, in that moment, uh, somehow the one guard uh, who is grabbing Waffles gets bit on the arm, and oh. Waffles goes scampering over through the crowd to Evelyn's side. Oh! Am I? I'm not conscious though, no. right? No, you're, you're oh. unconscious. But somewhere deep inside, and, I know. And, and and just sort of headbutts Evelyn oh. with its head. My little baby. And uh, Strix. So to make a long story short, you get another shot to uh, make a perception check. <laughs> All right. To find your hat, if you care, or you can just leave the hat behind. Oh no, I'm, I'm gonna leave the hat behind. Okay. I just tried to like, ah, and In then I case, almost fell off my broom. You don't need to make another check. Uh, you can just follow Strahd down the road, and uh, you can see that the coach, the black coach pulled by the two horses, uh, with uh, Sergey and Tatiana, has crossed over a stone bridge that spans a bit of a gorge. Mm-hmm. Uh, near which is a giant raging falling waterfall. Okay. And Strahd has uh, ridden, has basically gotten uh, onto the bridge and is very close to catching up with them, so close that the driver of the coach is now aware of the pursuit. Okay, so the, the bridge... It's a big, okay. it's, a, it's a sort of an arching stone bridge with uh, raised sections on the side. And it covers a span um, in the. It covers sort of a, a gorge in the mountain through which the river and waterfall cut. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, and uh, yeah, the waterfall pours into the river that flows under the bridge uh, and that flows uh, southeast toward the town of Bur- the village of Barovia. Uh, there's a long beyond the bridge is a long winding mountain trail that cuts down into the woods. 
And he hasn't reached the bridge yet? He, Strahd has reached the bridge and is on the bridge in this moment. Okay. <sighs> All right. Can I ram him? Uh, well, you're a uh, hundred feet above him. And you okay. can go all out and move 120 on your broom. So if you Perfect. want to hurl yourself bodily at Strahd, you can. I, I want to ram him and also use my Hellish Rebuke to knock him off the bridge. Oh, you can only use Hellish Rebuke as a reaction to being attacked. Oh, that's right. He did stab me. That was It's <laughs> a slow reaction. That would have been a, yeah, we should have used that last week. Um, <coughs> the, um, but, so just to be, do you want to try to hit Strahd off his horse or hit the horse? I want to hit him off the horse. Okay, so I would like you. Also, to... like also while staying away from him, just like maybe just like using the broom. I I don't know. You, you is, kind of have to it. bodily throw yourself, and you basically come at him from the side. Okay, and just cool. Poof. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, and it, with the, with in mind that I'm going to misty step away. Okay, after you've struck him. Yes. Okay. And where do you intend to Misty Step to? Just like a 30 feet out in space somewhere? Back onto my broom if I can. Oh, so you're actually going to leap off your broom as yes. opposed to hit him while riding it? Yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, since you're trying to shove him... This is a very difficult yes. <laughs> maneuver, but I'm going since to try it. Since you're trying to shove him, make a strength athletics check. <laughs> okay, here we go. Holy shit, I got a 20! Yes! <laughs> What? <laughs> Natural 20! Yes, Holly! Yes! Oh okay. my god, I can't believe it. Uh, with your strength modifier, what does that actually end up being? I uh, mean, I don't have a strength modifier, so it is just a 20. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, much to your surprise, that is enough to knock Strahd off his horse. Yes! <laughs> yes! Strix! She's and like, ah! after, after you strike him and he goes tumbling onto the mossy bridge and the horse just sort of bolts ahead of him, um, uh, you instantly misty step back onto your broom. All right. Uh, so you are on your broom. Strahd is lying uh, in a pile on the bridge. And his horse then sort of stops about 30 feet ahead. It comes to sort of a skidding stop. First, I'm going to yell Pike off at him because that's what he deserves. Right. On his action, uh, <laughs> he will stand up. Oh, he took some damage from that. So roll a 2d6 for me. 2d6 of Strix bodily damage. <laughs> of pavement damage. Uh, four damage okay. of pavement. He took some damage from that. Uh, and, uh, he will stand up, uh, having been slowed down, uh, he will whistle for his horse, and the horse will come back to him. Of course. And let's see, he stood up, and he got his horse back, uh, it's movement, probably no action to the whistle, and then he uses an action to climb back on his horse, and he's done. So you've basically slowed him down. Yes. Now he knows I'm here. And now though. he knows you're here. Great. All right. Slowed uh, him down. Yeah. What would you like to do? He is now back on his horse on the bridge and kind of turning it back in the direction he wants to go. He's not going to listen to me, but I might as well try. Strix is convinced because Evelyn is so convinced that they can make things better that she's just going to just... Try and explain, yell at him, just say, stop 
for two seconds, or you bar me, vampire piece of shit. You're a vampire. That's how you want to convince someone. Call me a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk to me. I know about the dark powers. I know about them. They're possessing you. All right. Um, He'll totally listen. Normally, there would probably be a chance for him to listen to you, but since he watched you burn the tapestry of his father, oh, darn. Uh, he just scowls at that you old thing. and rides off. I could remake it! <laughs> uh, okay. Um, you see uh, DF, you can see... Uh, a couple guards at the priest's command uh, come over and pick up Evelyn, who's pretty light. Uh, and just based on how she looks now, you don't think she's in any danger of dying or anything like that. Nice. All right. Um, That's great. Uh, Rahadin reemerges from the castle uh, uh, with uh, two more soldiers. And uh, is starting to command the soldiers uh, to uh, get more horses. And it seems intent to follow their master. Uh, but, as, and, but he also commands those who are in custody of you uh, to um, take your weapons and stuff, which they've already done, and then to hold you here. Is he within earshot at least? Yes. All right. Uh, so while he's doing all of the shenanigans, I'm just going to shout at him in, in hopes of just any words actually uh, land within his conscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, just saying, uh, uh, you said all you were to do was to keep Sergei and Tatiana alive. And yet, as long as you let Stroud go, you condemn them to death. We know his secrets. We know his desires. We're only trying to help. Okay. Uh, Rahadin seems to ignore you, and with a gesture, he summons over the priest, uh, who administers healing upon him. Ah. Dang it! And you see we some, did so much work on that. You see some of Rahadin's wounds uh, fade away. He still looks kind of hurt. Um, but you hear a few bones snapping back into place. <laughs> we are not your enemy. Are, I could have finished you when I had the chance. Yep. When you were trampled, frozen, and stabbed. And I chose not to because I knew what was right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's not listening to you at all. <laughs> God, no one listens to us. Why do I like fire so much? You eat farts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've gone down that path. Time to start throwing, All right. throwing slurs. Uh, D, or sorry, Strix, um, as Strahd resumes his case, what do you do? Oh, yes, of course I keep following him. I'm really mad at this right. point. Like, uh, As he makes his way, uh, they uh, both the carriage and Strahd kind of disappear into the canopy of the thick forest that covers the foothills of the mountains uh, and you lose sight of them unless you go under the canopy and sort of follow beneath the, the crowns of the trees. Fine, this sounds like fun, like Star Wars. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah, so you kind of weave down the road, um, following from behind. 
uh, you see Strahd uh, leap from the back of his horse onto the top of the carriage. And I know that Jesper is still there, at least, right? Yes, he is the driver. Okay. Now I keep hearing speeder noises for your broom in my head. All right. There um, she goes. There goes Trix Racer. Yes, exactly. Yes. And uh, an I instant, think I an instant have... later, uh, Strahd and Jesper seem locked in battle. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Oh, everything is so bad. Mm-hmm. This is all very bad. I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do. I, 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 I've already bodily hurled myself at him. Can I just do... I don't have any... I, the problem is I don't know how many sorcery points I have left, but I think I turned into a cloud too many times to where I don't have yeah, any left. you did like three or four. Yeah, so I can't cloud, right. which is the same slot as fireball. Right. I used my one fancy spell, Count of Cold. Mm-hmm. So I do think, oh, no, wait, I, how many times did I alter myself? No, I don't think I have that either. I do have poison spray, so I'm just going to ride up and poison spray him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You fly alongside. <laughs> okay, uh, cast your spell. What does your poison spray look like? Where does it come from? I don't know. Like your hands, I guess. Maybe I just hold Stinky and he's the one that does it. <laughs> <laughs> to squeeze him? <laughs> you squ- squeeze Stinky and he sort of farts out poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Didn't know he could do that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, normally what happens is you sort of throw your hand out and the puff of noxious gas emerges from the palm, but you can just as ha- easily have the noxious gas come out of stinky. <laughs> there you go. And that makes perfect sense. All uh, right. 2D12 is what it is. Wow, stinky's Sorry. got some real action going on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Strahd's got to make a constitution saving throw. Um, he did not roll particularly well, uh, so he's going to take all that. That's okay. It's only 11 damage. That's still good. Take my rat farts. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Take my rat farts. You literally this is the, farts. <laughs> this is the battle you were all waiting for against Strahd. Yeah, isn't it fun? <laughs> Take my rat farts is now immortalized in my ledger. Okay. <laughs> Take my rat farts. <clears throat> Add that to your journal, Strahd. There we go. <laughs> This witch of the broom, she hits me with rat farts. <laughs> it changed my mind, and now I shall become good. All right. Uh, you see another round of uh, Jesper fighting Strahd, but it's very clear to you that Jesper, a bard, a Vistani bard, is no match for Strahd, a seasoned soldier and um, uh, war master. Uh, uh, but within the wagon, within the... Uh, as you're flying alongside this coach, the velvet curtains part, and you can see uh, Sergei uh, look out at you. And he says something. You're not exactly sure what he says because there's a great deal of noise as you're whisking along and the battle is raging on top of the coach. But it appears to be some sort of healing word, and you get back nine hit points. Oh, that's nice. Great. Glad I can keep fighting or whatever it is that I'm doing. All right. Uh, Strahd is going to attempt to shove Jesper. Uh, he succeeds, and he's going to deliberately shove him at you. So I would okay. like, I'd like you to make a dexterity saving throw. Still blessed? Oh, yes. no, Evelyn's unconscious. Oh, that's right. She's unconscious. No more. Oh, blast. that's a seven. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. Eight plus my uh, ring. Okay, very good. 
so uh, Strahd knocks Jesper into you, and the two of you hit the ground. Ow. Uh, you take three points of damage from the fall. Cool. Thank you, Evelyn's lost javelins in the chat for saying, I think you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Jesper is going to give you words of bardic inspiration so that you can add a D8 to your next... There's, there's, there's a lot riding on my shoulders right now. I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> Strix feels all these spells, and she's like, I don't think you should be casting these on me. Strix, make a perception check. Oh, God. Uh, 11. All right, you are not surprised when Strahd's horse comes barreling down the road oh, behind God. you and attempts to trample both you and Jesper. Oh, God. Um, okay. And Jesper's not surprised either. So uh, the horse is going to try to st- stomp into you, and Jesper pulls you out of the way. Oh, that's nice. Thanks, Jesper. Uh, but now, now Strahd's horse stops and is in front of you, hooves rearing up, ready to clop you in the head. What would you like to do on your action? Strahd's gone off with the carriage. This horse is threatening you. This sucks. Uh, okay. I think I can... Oh, I can do my hellish rebuke, because he tried to attack me, yes, right? Yes, you can. Yes! <laughs> do that! <laughs> Fire! Fire in your face! Okay. Hellish and that's rebuke. actually a lot of damage. So, hold on. Ba-bum-bum-bum-bum. There we go. Yes, a dexterity 2D saving 10, throw. Yeah. 2d10. <laughs> Unless you use a higher level spell slot, then you can't, but you don't have any, right? I don't have yeah. any, so it's just 2d10. 2d10. All I don't right. know why I thought this whole thing wasn't going to end in a fight and just wasted all my spells, but you know. <laughs> Everything's fine. Oh, 10. Cool. Uh, 17. Oh, okay. Yes, so you you badly burn the horse for 17. And you uh-huh. see... What was his name? Bocephus? Bocephalus? Yeah. Bocephalus. Because he can't just name his horse like Sam or Frank. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like Bocephalus in spite of myself. As you, <laughs> as you uh, burn the horse, the flames sort of wash over the horse, and in an instant, it almost looks like a nightmare again. Oh, no! Um, <laughs> it was you! Oh, and you can no! see some no, of. No! Some of the hellish fire just sort of become sort of contained within it. No! <laughs> oh, it was you! This is so bad! <laughs> All right. And then uh, you see its mane uh, it burst into flame and its hooves burst into flame. Is this actually a thing? Can this actually happen? This is the you dark, this is the dark a- powers. Um, <laughs> Activated it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Hey, you lit the horse. All right. The, the horse is lit. The horse. Um, that was that was your reaction. <laughs> so what would, you, what would you like to do as your action, Strix? Cry. That's a free action. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I'm done crying. Uh, uh, is, and Jesper is there. Uh, yes, well? Jesper is with okay. you. Okay. Is he injured badly? Uh, he took a he yes he took some damage from uh, Strahd's sword and he took a little bit of damage from the fall. Uh, you'd say okay. that he's bloodied. Ugh. Um. 
Okay, so he's he's hurt. I do still have my my spell book, but I would the easier spells be involve an arcana check or can I just read those ones? Well, you don't normally cast spells from a spell book, so you don't. So I still have you to, still have to make it, okay. but the DC is lower for lower level. Okay, spell. cool. Just well, at least I know that for later. Yeah. Um, and the horse is still in front of us. Yes. Looking, is he looking mad? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the horse. The horse is is taking. He is he is coming for you. Yeah, oh. And also oh, allowing allowing his master to get farther away from you. Oh, good. Uh, and where's my broom? It's lying on the floor. It's lying on the dirt beside you. Oh, but it's still okay. Yeah. Okay. Can I get on the broom and yeah. grab Jesper's arm and just like... Right. And you also know that your broom is a broom of animated attack, so if you ever wanted to, you could command it to fight. like a. Oh, so you just like, hey, fight that horse? You could. <laughs> horse versus broom? Yeah. Now yeah, the, the Pokemon <laughs> games really ran out of yeah. ideas. Yeah. The, hor- <laughs> but... the horse could destroy the broom if you're not careful. But... Oh, no. Uh, well, we need the broom to get away, so I just want to... I want to get away from here really okay. bad, so... I'm going to try and just, like, see if I can grab Jesper to get on the broom with me. Uh, you know that it won't support two people. Oh! <laughs> but if you, given, as, as you express your disdain and indecision at this moment, uh, Jesper yes. says, don't worry about me. Go. Protect yourself. No, Jesper! And Strix says, Jesper, if you die, I'm pretty sure my friend Paulton's going to be dead forever, <laughs> so you can't. <laughs> it's like a time thing. Do I know that? Is that possible? You're asking him? <laughs> no, no. I mean, Strix is asking herself loudly and also saying that to him. Strix, great. Okay. <laughs> Fine. He's um, just like, he pulls out a, a wineskin. Oh, God, no! no. <laughs> and says, you, you lost me. Great. Uh, that's great. Typical. Okay, well, you know what? I'm just going to tell... This is so bad. This is so bad. Okay, I'm just going to get on the broom and be like, okay, well, uh, the best thing I can do is give you the spell book. <laughs> just you hand him the spell book? All right. <laughs> you know how to use this, right? He takes it, and he says, it's a book, right? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Read the spells! He nods. Is that it? Yeah, he, you need to yeah. stay alive. He'll he'll look at it and sort of flip through it while you're standing there. Can I take it back from him? Uh, when you try, he grabs it. <laughs> great. Great. That's just great. He's so paltony. That's just awesome. This is perfect. You lost your perfect... hat. You lost your book. This is perfect. How, who can I throw myself bodily at now? Well, there's okay. the horse. I don't recommend it. But... I don't know what to do with the horse. <laughs> Uh, can I mage hand and just slap the horse? Sure, won't do anything, but yeah. Can I like, distract him? Uh, yeah, and uh, Jesper will take advantage <laughs> of the distraction to kind of withdraw into the woods. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. The mage hand's just going to slap the horse around. All right, then the horse, <laughs> the horse will uh, turn on you and attempt to... I'm on my broom! I'm on my broom! I'm leaving! <laughs> I'm leaving! <laughs> Can't catch me! Okay, so you cast the spell and then... Yeah. Pfft, yeah, right. as it slaps him, and then I'm just going to go up in the air. Okay. <sighs> uh, DF. Um, so it looks like everybody's been apprehended, but nobody is in any imminent danger of dying. Rahadin has received some healing magic from the priest. Some horses are being brought out from stables. This takes a number of minutes. Um, 
And uh, it looks like Rahdin is uh, able enough to ride. Uh, but rather than take, take the horses, uh, he casts a spell and conjures a phantom steed for himself. Oh, great. <sighs> and cool. And mounts that. Uh. <laughs> and he, uh, four of the soldiers are mounting up on horses to accompany him. I'll just keep yelling at him, I guess. Okay, he is completely uh. ignoring you. <sighs> Even if I say something along the lines of if you believe any fragment of truth in what I say, I can give you all the answers and more. The truth of Strahd, what happens to Barovia, what we're here to prevent. I only ask your time and your faith. Make a perception, or make a persuasion check. Persuasion! Oh. Persuade! Persuade! Oh no! Have Paulton help you, Paulton. Give that, Paul, that, have that, Paulton that. give big bard eyes. Not terrible. Eighteen. Okay. Um, as he is uh, preparing to ride off, he does stop for a moment. Something you said seems to have got his attention, and. Uh, he doesn't say anything. He just stares penetratingly at you like, here's your moment to <gasps> tell me. All right. Uh, I'm cur- still apprehended. Yes. So I'm just like... And he's, up on, he's up on his phantom horse now, so he's kind of looking down yeah. on you. Yeah, it's like, uh, in my pack, you'll find a book. A book locked that can only be opened by a few people. One is Strahd, the other is myself, through the ring of keys around my waist. Inside it, you'll find everything that happens to Barovia, everything that Strahd does for hundreds of years to come, what he becomes. If you know Strahd as well as anyone else, you can recognize the handwriting as none other than his. All right. Uh, He tells a soldier to rifle through your stuff and find this book. Because we're from the future. All right. Strix, you're back up in the air, uh, out of the reach of the, the devil horse. Thanks. Uh, the carriage has stopped. Great. Uh, Strahd uh, has a torn uh, um, open one of the doors, fl- just flung it open um, to look at the bride and groom who tried to run away from him. What is he doing? Uh, He is reaching into the coach uh, and uh, pulling his brother out onto the ground. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, hmm. This is not the way to win back your girl, Strahd. Can I put my mage hand in his face? Just like Yes. That? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can basically uh, fly overhead, cast your spell, and have the mage hand in his face. Great. That's what I'm going to do. My book is gone. Stupid Paulton took fuck. I'm just going to throw my drift globe at him. Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally taking everything out of my robes and throwing them at him. All right. There's a heart. As you throw the heart at him, it goes plop onto the ground next to Sergey. Uh, 
and the drift globe is lying there and just sort of slowly goes dark. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> uh, Everything's broken. Strahd will take the uh, short sword from his... No! Uh, ...that he had in his... Uh, uh, ...on the throne. Uh, Can I ram him again? <laughs> Well, you just took like three actions, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he will uh, take it, and rather than hurt his brother with it, he will throw it at you. <gasps> okay. All right. Uh, he rolled a 26 to hit. Of course that Actually, hits. Actually, he has to roll disadvantage. Oh, he still hits with a 23. Um, all right, so you're hit by this blade, and there is necrotic energy that courses through cool. um, when it hits you. Uh, it does seven points of damage normally. Great. <laughs> yeah, you got rid of his weapon. Good job. I did. Yep. And you kind of saved Sergei, I think? Yeah. I d- it appears so. I don't think I did anything right. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, so seven, and then another 22 for a total of 29 points. Cool. I have one point left. <gasps> <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> so the sword impales you. Um, I'm just like it's, holding it it's like It's sticking bad, in your chest. You're bad. holding on to the broom. Um, you've thrown really pretty bad. much everything else you have at his head, at his feet. Uh, Strix does not want this monster to stay alive. Uh, what would you but like you to do? You have to stay alive. We're not even there. With your one hit point. Do what Strix does best. <laughs> What's that? Run away? <laughs> I mean, she's definitely going to run away, but before she does, she's going to say, just. You're possessed by dark powers, and I was trying to save your brother. You're going to kill him one day, and you're going to regret it. And she'll fly away. All right. Does she get persuasion? Nope. She burned the tapestry depicting his father in front of his face. There is no, nothing in Strahd's mind will ever redeem her or make cool. her worth listening to. I okay. just didn't. I needed a distraction. It didn't matter which one it was. <laughs> distraction force. Distraction force. All right, uh, so Strix is gone. And uh, back at the castle, uh, uh, Rahadin will have the book handed to him, and he will page through it. And then uh, he, uh, seeing that it is an item of some interest, he'll dart you one more sort of thoughtful glance, uh, like, hey, you actually might be the real deal. Uh, and then uh, he will dispel the phantom steed. He will order the guards to stand ready, uh, but not leave yet. And uh, he takes the book and withdraws into the castle. You're not sure why. Great. And then there's sort of an awkward period where you're out in the courtyard. Uh, the Rain begins to fall, not heavily, just like plip, 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 good. And you're standing out there with all these soldiers and slowly just getting wet, waiting to see what happens next. Am I still, like, uh, grabbed? Yeah. And held? Okay. Yeah. And same thing with Paulton. 
and Evelyn is lying there, ah. just sort of on the ground. Yeah, but exactly. she still she doesn't look like she's dying or no, anything. No. Mm. All right. Um, Can Strix fly around to try and find some of the landmarks she remembers from Barovia? Sure. Like, uh, if what are you looking for specifically? There's the village of Barovia, which you can actually see because there are lights down there. Right. Um, and then everything else is sort of cast under the pall of night, so the mountains are quite dark and looming. You know that if you were to follow the mountain trail past the castle, sort of deeper into the mountains, you'll eventually get to, like, the windmill. and then beyond, Oh, where Van Richten would be. And beyond that, the, uh, the town of Valaki down in the valley on the other side. Right. Oh. It's like your emotional support dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm guessing I'm go. not going back to that castle because everyone is trapped. So I'm just going to try and make my way down to Barovia. Velaki has a bad taste in my mouth, so I'm just okay. going to go go into the town and see if I can find a healer. Okay, so you head down into the town. Uh, DF. Um, I'm assuming you're just going to wait either for Rahadin to return or what have you. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything else would be suicidal. Okay. Uh, in that case, uh, about an hour later um, of waiting in the rain in the darkened courtyard, uh, you hear the coach come back across the drawbridge and uh, two horses pulling it and... Uh, they come to a stop near the mass of soldiers and not too far away from you, about 30 feet away from you in Paulton. And you can see the figure at the reins is Strahd. And uh, the soldiers come to the carriage and open up the door and under his command pull Tatiana and Sergei out from within. And both bride and groom are alive. For now? Yes. And uh, Strahd orders the guards uh, to see them safely into the castle and away from the assassins. And both Sergei and Tatiana uh, kind of have defeated looks on their faces as they are ushered past you and Paulton toward the castle. Uh, I, I'll, I'm still going to shout out the, to keep them away from uh, Leo... Uh, I forgot his last name. Deliznia. Deliznia, there. So it's like... Uh, yeah, just to keep him away from Liel. Okay. He's, he's waiting uh, to strike Sergei and Tatiana. Keep them away. Okay. Um, the priest will come over to Strahd and uh, administer healing, a, a prayer of the morning lord upon him. Uh. And Strahd is looking much better. Seems good. I like those morning lord prayers. Yeah. Strahd will, have the, people. Strahd will have the coach taken away. Uh, he'll have you and Paulton and Evelyn held where you are. He commands, uh, he commands an update on uh, Captain Deliznia and is told by one of his lieutenants that uh, the captain has been taken into custody and so has his mother. And Strahd oh orders God. them brought out to the courtyard immediately. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. We should have a chat. All right. Uh, about five minutes later, uh, you see the guard captain, Leo Deliznia, uh, his weapons stripped away, most of his armor gone, except a few pieces of it, uh, being dragged out. Uh, his mother 
this large kind of heavyset woman being dragged out behind him and she is screaming and wailing into the rainy night. And uh, Strahd has Leo de Lesnia thrown down on his knees before him and asks one of the guards for a sword and says, you will never see the light of the morning lord again. And he decapitates Leo. (gasps) In in front of his mother. And then he turns to the guards and says about her, put her in the crypts. And uh, she is dragged off, wailing to be uh, basically locked in the dungeons alive for all time. Bippity boppy bye, Felicia. I heard that once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he said he orders the assassins brought forth. And Paulton is the first to be hauled to him. Don't say anything stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, so two guards basically take drag Paulton over to where Leo's decapitated body is spilling out onto the cobblestones. Uh, and he is pushed down to his knees. And Strahd will lift the sword. No. And decapitate him. (laughs) DF, you are brought uh, over to where Paulton's decapitated body and Leo's decapitated body is. This isn't real, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to turn off your computer and it won't be. (laughs) I I thought you said he cut off Paulton's head, but that's not what you actually said, right? (laughs) Oh, that's what he said. Yeah, uh, D.F., you can see Paulton's severed head kind of looking up at you on the ground uh, as you are forced to down to your knees. I told Nate that Evelyn would look after Paulton. Strahd uh, raises his sword. Rahadin has not emerged from the castle yet. I'm still unconscious, right? You are. It's just... I'm just like just tears swelling up in DF because he realizes at this point he's let every single one of them down. All right, so as the tears uh, combine with the rain that pours and streaks down Diaz's face, uh, you can just feel that heavy sword come up over Strahd's head. Uh, And then uh, the next thing you feel, Diaz, is eternal night. Strix. That's not my name. What is you your, don't know me. What is your name? <laughs> you don't know me. Why am I here? So, my friends are dead. Uh, did I make it to an inn? So, yes, you did. You make it to the Blood of the Vine Inn, uh, where you see right. that there are drunken Barovians uh, everywhere, chatting right. quietly, drinking up. Um, there is cool. sort of a... a roar of thunder over your head um, a big loud rumble that seems to go on forever feeling a little bit more familiar mm, now a little bit 
Yes. Mm. Great. Uh, is there any way anyone that looks like they could heal me at all? No, but they do. They do suggest you could go to the local church. Um, all right. Uh, and they should be able to help you there. Can I stumble there? Because yes, I, I have one hit point, so I will be stumbling. Right. Yes, you look pretty bad, actually. Um, yeah. Maybe a couple Barovians can be goaded into helping you get there. Great. Thanks. All right. Uh, so, yes, they take you up to the church, which looks in finer shape than it did when last you were here. And uh, a, a local priest uh, will take you in uh, and administer some uh, modicum of healing. Now, over the course of days, Strix, you learn mm-hmm. about what has transpired in the castle. Uh, oh! Uh, so, uh, you learn that uh, the Duchess uh, um, was sentenced, that uh, a guard captain was put to death, the assassins that the Duchess hired were killed. Um, so I found out they were dead. Yes. And um, what would be Strix's reaction over time to the fact that she knows she's lost the other members of the Waffle Crew? It is also in the the days ahead, she knows that the mists of Ravenloft have sprung up, that the blood sacrifice that Strahd had to make to secure his realm has been made. And uh, there's rumors that Strahd... um, was so enraged that he sort of locked himself away in his castle and a bunch of people up there. There was some sort of uh, huge revolt, um, possibly led by his chamberlain. You don't know. Um, But what's happened is the castle basically locked up and all that the Barovians know is horrible rumors of death upon all who enter. I don't know. <laughs> she would just give up, I guess. Yeah. Without her friends, she would just give up. Okay. She would just probably, like, find a hut or something in the woods and just live there. All right. Uh, so, yes, over time, you're able to make your way into uh, sort of the swamplands um, and near, near a river, near the Luna River, and kind of make a hut for yourself I don't like there. thinking about this. It makes me really sad. <laughs> After after about a month, uh, you are surprised when your hut receives uh, its first visitors, that being Simon riding on the back of Waffles. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, she'll just, like, get down on her knees and just start crying and hugging them, even Simon, who she really doesn't like. Yeah, unfortunately, neither of them can tell you the escapade that uh, led them from the castle during the chaos of the, uh, the, the bloody murders and whatnot, nor can they tell you exactly what fate became your friends. Um, it, is some t- it is then years pass. Uh, waffles, what? Gets, <laughs> waffles gets bigger, um, becomes a full-grown owlbear in a matter of years. Uh, romping around, protecting your hut from predators. Um, then it suddenly uh, dawns on you that your your hut is being sort of, not threatened, but there are creatures like living scarecrows that have been sighted around. And uh, as you begin to poke and prod, and um, you're not exactly sure where they're coming from. But not long thereafter, you receive your second or, I guess, third visitor. A Vistani. Definitely know, know what those things are, though. <laughs> they are animated scarecrows. Yeah. 
Um, they look threatening and they have big rusty blades for claws, but you don't know where they're coming from or who's sending them, but it looks like they're spying on you. Mm. Uh, and uh, not long thereafter, you get a visit from a Vistani boy who calls himself Stanimir. Mm. What's interest? Make an intelligence check. That's weird. Oh, I got a... Oh, that's pretty good. 19. You remember an old man named Stanimir who you met at the start of this campaign uh, who was uh, living with the... He was a Vistani, and he showed you in some green fire an image of Strahd on a black horse. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. At the very beginning of the campaign, before you even entered Barovia, he was the, Vistani, the old Vistani who sort of led you into the realm, him and his people. This kid, you can't see, he's too young to bear any resemblance to the old man he'll become, but the, the, the name similarity strikes you. Hmm. I guess I'll welcome him in and offer him pastries. Okay. Real pastries, not poison ones. Your generosity is richly rewarded when he invites you one day to uh, come and visit his people who are camped nearby. I've not really had a lot of good experiences with those people or with pretty much anything in the past however many years now. Strix has been alone and talking to only an owlbear. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, I Uh, guess she'll agree, but... Reluctantly, because okay. her social skills are not up to par. They weren't good in the first place, and now they're worse. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of the people that you meet in the Vistani is Stanimir's mother, an, a woman named Yana, who's very sort of friendly and accommodating with you, despite your sort of freakish appearance, by her standards, anyway. Um, and uh, she sort of helps you get things that you need that you can't really find anywhere else, including wine and other things that you can take back to your hut. And you're, oh, she, I need a lot of wine. She tells you you're more than welcome to stay with her at any time. And she introduces you to a group of dusk elves who live in the woods of Barovia, one of whom you recognize as Casimir Velikov, uh, a dusk elf who, when you last met him, actually had his ears chopped off. But his ears are not chopped off now. They seem to be fine. And he is also very gracious with you. Um, and so you kind of develop this friendship among the Dusk Elves and the Vistani who live in Barovia. And you hear tales of the mad devil Strahd who lives in the castle by himself. Can I warn the Dusk Elves about Brahadin? Yeah, they, uh, they are aware of a Dusk Elf named Rahadin who went to serve Strahd in his army. Uh, but they have not seen hide nor hair of him in ages. Right. All right. And uh, one day, while you're at your hut, um, having uh, left your Dusk Elf and Vistani friends for a little while, uh, you're probably expecting a visit from Stanimir any day now. Um, And you're out picking herbs and other poisonous substances. (laughs) (laughs) I have a cauldron, too. Uh, You see one of those scarecrows kind of marching through the woods, uh, not aware of you, but sort of headed off in a direction, and you follow it into Hmm. the swamp. And when you do... Uh, For the first time, even though you've been in this swamp many, many times, you never saw it here before, but there's another hut, a bigger one than yours. And it's it's sitting on the ground, but it's got sort of roots growing into it, uh, like it was made out of a giant, uh, dead, hollowed-out tree. Now, I spent some of my childhood in a hut. Yes, you spent some of your childhood in a hut with chicken feet. 
Yes. yes. So does this remind me of that? It does have a, a resemblance to that, yes. Uh, okay. There's sort of a soft light spilling out through the doorway, but you're not sure if it's occupied or not. All right, well, I will, I guess I'll walk up and knock on the door. Have I gotten any better at casting spells in this time, too? Because I sure hope I have. <laughs> um, so you haven't been adventuring. Oh, so I don't get technically any better. Right. Maybe uh, alchemically better. Yeah, it's possible that you, you might have learned a new spell to, uh, of your level. Um, okay. And things like that, and you would have learned some things about Barovia, fa- flora, and fauna that you didn't know before. Cool. Um, All right. Uh, but you've been off the beaten track. Uh, when you and uh, and Waffles approach the hut and you look inside, you see it's full of paraphernalia. Um, all kinds of things that the owner of this hut has collected over time. In fact, uh, there's while you have a fairly substantial collection yourself, this is actually quite unbelievable, um, the amount of stuff that's in there. But dominating in the center of the room, you see a bathtub, an old clawfoot bathtub uh, made of iron that, I guess, she or he took and just sort of put in the middle of the room. And uh, as you approach, you see it's full of blood. Oh. Strix feels like a bunch of joy at seeing all the, like, cool paraphernalia. Probably the first time she's felt joy. Mm-hmm. In a very, very long time, since she's met Waffles and Simon. But yep. as soon as she sees the bathtub of blood, she's just like, oh, oh. But can I do, can I Arcana check sure. it? Because I, I would like to explore. Oh, I got it too. So I don't know what All it is. Right. As you approach, hands come up out of the blood. <laughs> and then this figure sits up as though it were underneath the, the blood in the tub. Uh, with blood coursing down its head, face, and shoulders, uh, you see it appears to be an old woman. And she's just red, like crimson. Go into the back of the room. Not leaving, just waiting for her to finish whatever that is. All right. Uh, she tell. So uh, you see her climb out of the tub, caked in blood. Can I and- offer her a pie? Sure. When you hand her a pie, she'll take it and devour it right in front of you. And there's something about the way that she sort of inhales this pie that suggests this is no mere human you're dealing with, even though she looks like an old crone. You think she's probably some sort of powerful witch or hag. Definitely something I've seen before and definitely not going to run because she'll just follow me. Yep. Uh, She tells you her name is Baba Lysaga. And uh, over time, you get to know her. Uh, She takes goat blood baths with a few other uh, tinctures and things mixed in to basically stop her aging process, and she teaches you how to do it. Oh. That's disgusting, but I don't want to die. She says you'll need it. Uh... <laughs> um, and uh, uh, you, you realize that, hey, you both have stones of good, or she has a stone of good luck. Uh, on her, it's like a little cat head stone that she mm. wears on a string around her neck. Um, you recognize that as a magic item that she carries around. And it used to belong to Diaz, so Strix will just start crying. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and when she, when you start crying in front of her, she asks you what you're crying about. Strix, like she can't even talk. First, let her cry for a while, like just on the ground, probably like a couple of hours, okay. good hours, like dehydration <laughs> hours. <laughs> Like, she won't be able to talk when she stands up, so she's just, like, asking for water, and I'm sure she'll get a bucket of goat blood. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even have to wait for that one. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as she's drank the goat blood, um, she'll just like explain what happened and how she uh, she had a family and that they were well, they were like her family, but they were her friends, and that that they're gone because Strahd beheaded them. She will and, tell you that she was uh, Strahd's midwife. She actually bore Strahd into the world. That's very upsetting. Yep. So Strix will just look right at her and be like, so is it your fault that he's evil? Oh, probably. He didn't have to be evil. We tried to fix it. Fix it? You can't fix it. He's my We went boy. back in time! There's nothing to fix. He's perfect. And that's kind of where your relationship with her kind of ends. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you sort of agree, mutually agree, never to uh, really Ugh. share space again. Um, Thanks for the goat bath. Yeah, which is fine because she was flying around on a giant skull and you little... The skull's cool, but yeah. you know. Uh, but your friendship with uh, the Vistani and the Dusk Elves pays dividends over the years. Uh, and they introduce you to some surviving, well, I wouldn't say surviving, some undead revenants who live in the mountains of Ravenloft in a ruin called Argon Vostholt, where they've been holed up. Strahd tried to wipe them out, but a few of them survived. And one of them, Sir Godfrey Gwillem, says there is a place called the Amber Temple, full oh, no. of ancient lore and dark gifts. And given the friendship that you've established with the Vistani and the Dusk Elves, he's convinced them to mount an expedition there and unearth lore needed to bring your friends back from the dead. That's not going to work. (laughs) And uh, uh, Sir Godfrey says, uh, the Knights of the Silver Dragon have guarded the Amber Temple against evil incursions to make sure that it's its uh, dark lore remains contained and safe. But um, uh, Casimir of the Dusk Elves and Yana Legrand of the Vistani are very insistent that they want to help you. So the question is, would you like your friends, your current friends, to venture into the Amber Temple, learn the secrets of resurrection, and use that to bring your old friends back? They will do it for you. Yes. All right. Diath. Hello. You awake. (laughs) Uh, Inside a rotted out coffin, lying in sort of a foggy... Cemetery. You sort of sit up, pull yourself up out of this co- coffin. You can barely move at first, like you're stiff, um, and your bones just Ugh. have a hard time moving. And you can feel your flesh, which was sort of sunken, desiccated, and shriveled to nothingness, just sort of filling mm. out and fleshing ah. out. And you look at your hand, and flesh that was clinging, gray flesh that was clinging to your bones, suddenly sort of fills out. You can feel blood coursing through your body again. Standing around you are Vistani, uh, including um, 
an old woman, Vistani, and uh, a number of younger Vistani. There are dusk elves, including one you recognize as Casimir, who hasn't aged a day since the last time you saw him, and a what appears to be undead knight in armor, wearing a, cre- a, a breastplate with the symbol of the Morning Lord on it, his eyes sunken with little red pinpoints of light in them, his hair mostly fallen out till there are only a few wisps left. And he smiles this horrible, rictus, skeletal grin as you come back to life. And then uh, standing near him, you see Strix, looking slightly older than you last remember her, uh, but neatly preserved by goat's blood. Everything's fine. And an old... (gasps) And an old, very large owlbear. <laughs> Am I able to, can I move? Like, do I, yes. do I have, like, the strength to even get up or move? Yeah, you, you find the strength in your body to move. All right, so... And uh, you can uh, see that uh, as you look to your side, Paulton is already alive again and just sort of, like, staring around. Wow. At everything. <laughs> So not even, not even words can escape from, from DF. It's just whatever awkward stumbling movement, whatever strikes he can actually even muster, like get himself out of whatever coffin and just kind of stumbles forward straight to Strix uh, and just embraces her immediately. Strix hopefully will have learned how to hug better yes. after all of that time. So right. she'll yes. return the hug. So Strix, it's been about, um, let's see, it's been about 50 years since last you saw your friends. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, she's definitely crying, (laughs) for sure. All right, Strix has got a new witch hat. Well, it's it's a different hat. Um, She's had plenty of time to make a new one. And new robes. She's just has, like improved her outfit a little bit. Her, her old robes literally fell apart about twenty <laughs> years ago, <laughs> um, after she fell into a river, and now she's sort of updated them since. Yeah. yeah. So Dia is just like uh, holding on to it as yeah. tightly as possible, and like I will never let go again. And all you can just all he says is just through tears, just I'm sorry, I'm sorry, okay. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. You're alive now. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> All right. Everything's fine. Uh, and um, they cast the final spell on Evelyn, on her uh, sort of construct remains uh, that were just sort of buried in the dirt um, with them. And uh, uh, since this is a resurrection, I need to check something here. so glad Waffles is a killing machine okay, now. It does not change type. So yes, uh, uh, Evelyn, uh, light comes into your body. The light of the Morning Lord washes into your form. Uh, you have been at rest for some time and you spring to life. Still a construct, but fully restored. And covered with grave dirt. I think she wakes up screaming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You have even less idea of what happened. (laughs) So you guys have been trapped in the ethereal plane, uh, wandering in the borders of Ravenloft for ages, drifting in the gray mist, 
separated from your gods, any you know, escape to the afterlife as you are born back to your bodies. To escape that gray nothingness is a huge relief. For 50 years? You, We've been wandering in nothingness? It seems like a long time. You can't, you don't, you can't, you don't, can't, you can't register how long you were trapped there. Because it's, the ethereal's kind of a timeless place. Um, but you felt you were there a long time waiting for someone to find you. But yes, Evelyn, you have been quite, you've been, you felt separated from the Morning Lord for those 50 years. So I've been in, like, near eternal aloneness. Yeah. Better than Barovia aloneness, right? Uh, and uh, the, the undead knight um, will sort of loom over you, Evelyn, and uh, welcome you back into the world. And he tells you his name is Godfrey Gwillem. He is a knight of the Order of the Silver Dragon and a servant of the Morning Lord. Evelyn's just kind of like slowly looking around, like really shaken, really uncertain what's happening. Yeah, when you look around, you're at the intersection where Dieth saw the spectral image of himself being hanged from a gallows on the corner. There was sort of an anonymous, small, disheveled graveyard off to one side of the intersection full of anonymous graves, and you guys were basically committed to those. Oh. Uh, so we Evelyn, just walked by our own dead bodies in the beginning. Yeah. That's great. That's great. <laughs> oh, I wasn't dead, mind you. It's been 50 years. Right. Hey, good to see you. What? <laughs> I'll press uh, the digitation, the, the grave dust off of her so that she doesn't... You're sparkly clean, Evelyn. Evelyn looks down at the compartment that she opens and keeps Juniper in. Oh, she no. Pulls it open. She's like, nope, don't you, do that. You see the bones of a small little mouse. <laughs> and Strix, you know that Stinky passed away many, many years ago. Oh, yeah, um, of course. You know, he, he died fat and happy. Yeah, <laughs> and angry. And angry, yeah. She was just stuck in there. She died. Uh, you're alive. <sighs> Evelyn doesn't even say anything. She just, like, like if it as makes if you... An, <laughs> In a trance, she just kind of, like, takes the bones mm-hmm. and just kind of holds them out to Strix. <laughs> <laughs> She'll take them just wordlessly and then pull her into a hug. Evelyn's just, like... <laughs> An wide, awkward like, hug. Shocked, wide-eyed face, like, completely... Completely shaken. Like, if she could be gray-faced, she would. Uh, one of the one of the uh, fellow knights of the order, also this undead guy um, with sort of rotting flesh and whatnot, uh, comes over to you um, and just sort of puts a hand on your shoulder, soothing. Or tries to be soothing, but you can't. You Evelyn's know. like, <gasps> he didn't, and he pulls it off. Didn't mean to startle you. And then uh, one of the dusk elves stands, looks at you, looks at the dead rodent bones. And says, would you like us to resurrect that as well? All right. Uh, uh, he will cast um, uh, the using the dark gift of Zadun the corpse star that he learned from the Amber Temple. Uh, this emaciated dusk elf will reach down uh, and cast on the bones of Juniper a resurrection spell. And Juniper... Poof, 
is alive. Evelyn takes her and kind of like kisses her. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Are yeah. you okay? Uh, all of these dusk elves who are happening or who are helping you uh, cast these spells, you can see that they're all sort of sort of ghoul-like and withered. Um, like they paid the price Diath paid to learn the lore of the Amber Temple to cast this magic. Um, but once you're all brought back, uh, Casimir, um, he'll say very calmly, thank you for everything you tried to do. And um, you have made this a less dark place. Your friend Paltin is a Vistani. He can see you safely from this domain. And uh, the Vistani old woman will sort of step aside and reveal this Vardo wagon um, pulled by a, ho- a big horse. And she says, this is yours to see you safely from the domain. It was mine. I bequeath it unto you. A gift from the Vistani. Evelyn's just kind of clinging to Strix's cloak. (laughs) And she keeps squinting at Strix because Strix, like, doesn't look that much older, but looks different. And Evelyn can't figure out why that might have happened and she's her brain is like not letting her process that so she's just kind of clinging and she just stares at Strix Strix is going to be like it's probably because I've been bathing in goat's blood well (laughs) uh, Strix kind of feels bad leaving because she's been here for so long like what else is there right what do you mean we made this a less dark place Uh, the Vistani say um, that uh, uh, she will say, come back and visit us sometime. I will tell you all about it. Great. So we can come whenever we want, Paulton, correct? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Glad to have you back. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, Vistani, um, will, uh, hand the keys to the, the wagon door to Paulton. Are, are we, so are we, like, dismissing all of our belongings? Yes. Ah! All, 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 all of them? Well, with the exception of whatever clothes you were... Buried in. Or perhaps a ring? Yes. Uh, um, chances are you would probably still have the ring. They wouldn't take your jewelry off. Unless it was around your neck because your head was cut off, DF. Um, what about his cursed sword? What about if a ring was like in a pocket somewhere? It would still be in your pocket. They only took your okay. heavy equipment, cumbersome armor. Or... Evelyn's family ring is still in the and, possession uh, of Paulton. Uh, but uh, the uh, Vistani will tell you to take comfort. Uh, they were able to salvage your belongings from the castle. Oh, good. And they will open up the... Uh, Paulton can open up the back door and see that the Vardo is stuffed full of all your stuff. Yay. As nice. well as uh, two big casks of Wizard of Wine wine. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need at least three more of those. Yeah. <laughs> There's like five more. <laughs> All right, I guess... Paul's like, Strix- anybody needs me, I'll be in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Paulton, of course, is uh, happy to see that Simon has uh, survived the passing of years in Strix's company unscathed. Strix did give him a hat, though. Okay. A hat? A witch hat. Oh, Simon's got a witch hat? Mm hmm. You put right. that thing around? <laughs> <laughs> I had no friends! <laughs> Simon and I are friends uh, now. <laughs> Evelyn, yeah, the big owlbear uh, sort of comes up to you and kind of bangs you with its head. Dunk, dunk, dunk. For, in a friendly you, way. You see, it, it's definitely Waffles, uh, but it's a much older, much wiser Waffles. And big. She is huge. Evelyn just kind of like reaches out and like touches her head as if to figure out if this is real. Looks at Strix. Yeah. How how old is she? Strix is like, eh. She's, <laughs> well, she's almost 50. I missed her whole childhood! Ugh. Did yeah, but know? now she's a killing machine. <laughs> what did you teach her? Strix, did you, you, tell her about Strix, you probably had that? time to like draw like a, a picture book of waffles. Sure, yeah. Showing, showing her at various waffles, stages. Waffles is baby book. I'll yep. hand that to Evelyn. Be like, I saved this for you. Immediately plops down, cross-legged <laughs> on the ground, and is right. like waffles oh. will sort of plop down and look over you, Evelyn, oh while you're flipping oh. through the pages. <laughs> Evelyn's like, like, and she keeps showing them to waffles, like. <laughs> <laughs> but the drawings are like kind of messed up because Strix did them so they're like there's like one of just her like devouring a, like a rabbit and you're just like ugh <laughs> Evelyn still is. thinks that's great and ultimately I think once she finishes with that book she just kind of like she just kind of like flops on waffles and she's like mm-hmm. can she ride waffles yes yes absolutely okay she just crawls up on waffles back and kind of nuzzles into her fur and she just keeps going <laughs> Completely. Strix is so happy that everyone. Back. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like smiling, like so good to have everyone back. Okay. An older, wiser Stanimir, um, now sort of a young adult, uh, kind of looks, sniffs the air, and says, uh, "It is probably best if you go. Be with your friends again, your real friends. This is the kid that you watched grow up." Right, right. I'll see. You're my friend, too. We can have more than one set of friends, and Strix will give him a hug. Oh. maybe I'll bring you back here in, what, 30 years. Except only if you ask first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, yes, yeah, Stanimir will hug you. Um, and uh, you hear from inside the wagon, who's driving this thing? <laughs> this is Paulton. <laughs> yeah. I guess Strix will something get it. unplugged. Uh, all right. Yeah. Strix will get up to the top. She's probably had a lot of experience driving wagons at this mm, point. Yeah. Yeah. So you climb right. up onto the reins. Dieth will curl up on the inside <laughs> carriage. All right. Paulton is there with, you know, he's pouring a big cask of stuff into his wine skin to fill that up. Uh, Simon will climb into the back and uh, just sort of sit across from you, Dieth, and give you a thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) What does he, has, when he's been with Strix all these 50 years, has he He changed changed in temperament at all? Um, That, Strix, have you made any effort 
uh, to <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. To Simon in any way, shape, or form. What do you? I mean, they were the only. Fr- he was the only friend that she had, so yeah. she definitely probably was using him as like an alchemy, like uh, assistant, oh, like great. to help her grind grind awesome. herbs and make potions. Yes. So and, he's learned to be quite helpful. Did you ever speak to him about Diath? Even oh yeah, she would have just constantly talked to him. Okay, like <laughs> constantly. All right. To the point where you probably sleep darted her a couple of times. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. She's like, okay, I deserve that. Yeah, she wakes up and she's like, wow, right. that was really weird. Gosh, I sure miss my friends. Wasn't it great <laughs> that one time that Evelyn yelled about the morning lord? So Sir Godfrey Gwillem, um, who, who feels like uh, he still owes you one, Evelyn, uh, says, if you would like, I can accompany you. Why? in case you feel you want protection. I look at Strix. Do we want protection? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. okay. yes, yes. He's, he's, you. he's good. Lathander, can't you feel it? All right. Uh, you see him uh, mount on, his, on a skeletal horse, and uh, he'll trot ahead of the wagon. Uh, leading the way, with the wagon following Strix at the reins, and Waffles with Evelyn on its back, following close behind. Evelyn just clings to her like an emotional support animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you approach the the mists uh, that surround Barovia, they part before you. They just sort of billow away, uh, creating a passage for you to follow. Talk about deja vu. And Strix just like part three. Hope this is the last one. And into the mists and out of Barovia. Uh, the waffle crew leaves the dark land behind. Way more messed up than when they got there the second time. <laughs> but do they? <laughs> well, there's nothing left to bring you back forcibly because you destroyed Strahd's uh, shadow. Yeah. And there's, oh. no conne- there's no connection left behind. Question. Yes. What about Ezek? Did Strix, like, stop that business? You never ran into him. You probably stayed the hell away from Velaki. You're not even right. sure if Isaac ever, you know, was there. She was just not curious. She's like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. it's, it's possible that the fact that you were never in Velaki meant maybe he was never in Velaki. Interesting. So it's possible you sort of cut that line loose. Interesting. The, yeah. But, but he you, could still be you out weren't, there you weren't somewhere. Of a, I don't think you would have been of a mind to go hunting around for him, probably. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. But you, you heard no sign of him, heard nothing, no mention of his name, nothing. But if he was summoned, which it seemed he yeah. was, then that means he could still be out there. He could, yes. Don't like that. Just, just keeping that open so to know to look behind, behind my back. All right. And as you emerge um, from the mists... Again, uh, you are greeted with the cold blast of um, winter air, and you find yourself riding the wagon into a blizzard, and that's where we'll pick up next week. Oh! Oh, my goodness. Uh. Hey, we're heroes, everyone! <laughs> hey, hey, uh. we're all heroes! And by heroes, I mean we're not heroes at all. We just survive every time. We made the place less dark, kind of. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Is Strix now the adult in the party? Uh, we were all dead for 50 years. Yeah, well, no. 
So eternal separation from our God and friends. Yeah. Strix's you probably feel like you, you don't have to like uh, bathe in goat's blood anymore, but keep that young. You might though. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she likes it now. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of get used to it after a while. Yeah. Plus, he can live forever. I mean, he is cool. Yeah. It does seem to be a recipe for uh, preserving your natural youth. Mm. It's good. Yep. How many years old did she appear? Like, what's her equivalent age now? Um, she doesn't appear that much older than when you last saw her because she, uh, Baba, Baba La Saga taught her that trick. Um, but she has got another 50 years or so on her. Gotcha. As but does tieflings waffles. also live longer. But. Yes, they do. Um, and they don't necessarily reflect their age quite so much. Her horns might be longer. Mm. A little bit. Just yeah, she probably don't look too terribly different. No. No. She did get different robes. Yeah, she's changed her uh, apparel slightly. Yeah. Looks nice. Yeah, her broom probably looks a little rattier because it's been used. And, <laughs> to run away from everything. To sweep things and run away from things and to attack things and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, God. Might have get some off my lawn. slight burn marks on <laughs> it from little mishaps. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, man. Well, that was fun. I'm going to go cry in a corner now. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much to work through. <laughs> I was just planning on killing Strahd, just having a nice old time. That's nice what I expected. Time. I was like, kill Strahd. We are heroes. Hooray. Yeah. Should have known better. Killing Strahd is no easy task in the best of situations. but Hey, we did it the first time. Well, you I will tra- always you you you, you okay, trapped him. You're right. Maybe yeah. I didn't, but I will always remember bodily throwing myself at him. Yes, <laughs> that will, I will Knocking always him remember off his that. horse was a defining moment for Strix. Yeah, it's true. That's how she became an adult was bodily throwing herself at him. Mm-hmm. That is facing some serious fear there. Well, guys, that was fun. All right, uh, so. <laughs> uh, uh, next week, uh, we'll have we'll we'll pick things up uh, right where we left off, and um, the adventure continues. Uh, hey, so- Nate, what happened in the show? <laughs> oh, uh, well. Yes, we left Barovia. Hmm. You got your head chopped off. <laughs> You've kind of been wandering the mist for fifty years. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're without any alcohol, I might add. None. Yeah, he had been dry for 50 years. But, you know, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> In chat, someone just said, cheers, Waffle Crew. And I'm like, great, thanks. <laughs> Glad you guys are cheering for us. Cool. Awesome. All right. Um, oh. any, so any announcements uh, before we head off? Um, I'll be in Vancouver this weekend. <laughs> Come on by to Anime Revolution in Vancouver, Canada. I'll be there from Friday to Sunday doing all kinds of crazy panels. If you're a fi- fan of Dungeons & Dragons or Dice Camera Action, please come on by and say hi. I would greatly appreciate it and would love to chat with you. So this Friday, Vancouver, Canada. Would love to see you. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> Bring some chocolate. <laughs> and Bring alcohol, please. <laughs> I'm legit going to go get a glass of wine before my next game. I can't. Oh, I'm going to go get a bottle. <laughs> yeah. I will be promptly going to both your houses for both. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, Anna, you've got misclicks next? Yeah, I have right. uh, my other game. Whew, good luck right with that. At, yeah. <laughs> it's always a good time. Uh, <laughs> Why is her character crying? That's not a character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's right now on twitch.tv slash misclicks. 
and I'll put that link in the chat. And then um, also want to remind you guys that we do have a Waffle Crew Q&A panel at, at PAX, PAX. Yeah. on Friday the 1st, I believe it is, mm-hmm. at 5 p.m. So don't miss it. And if you have ideas for questions, be thinking of what you would like to ask, If even if you can't be there, because we'll try to grab some before right. we go. And well. why Chris Perkins' why is not a real question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like part of the FAQ, you know? <laughs> Yep. I'm sure a lot of people got a lot of things they want to say about today's episode, which you can by going to the Dice Camera yes. Action subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash Dice Camera Action, where everything is great and happy and lots of <laughs> good time fan art. It would be great as some fan art of us all just having great time yeah. together. There is yes. a, uh, already a uh, discussion thread there, so feel free to go to that. And then uh, th- there's also a Dice Camera Action Discord. Uh, I just saw the top post on there where if you want to join a Discord server to chat with other Dice Camera Action fans in real time, you can do that too. Or cry. Or cry. Or whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. There's I'll also be streaming. Some, that's, oh, I was, you go first, Anna. Sorry. Just that there's also some canon in there that Holly, Holly wrote some awesome Strix backstory and I wrote mm-hmm. an Evelyn thing once. So if you're into that kind of thing, it's over there on the subreddit. Yes. And I'm going to be streaming, uh, working. I've actually already been working on a new costume for Strix, so it's actually pretty timely. But uh, I'll be doing that too. So, right. and I'm making DS Sword, Gutter. Great for fun. Oh my god, really? <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah. forgot Barovia. Oh. <laughs> I started. Oh. No, you still have it. It's still there. <laughs> oh, it's so Strix weird. Hold on to it for you. It's still oh. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I started you, like, sculpting sit down the on a hill. Bench, you can feel it sticking up your butt. It's like, oh, <laughs> You're crap. Just like, there it is. It yeah, like, I love making death. cursed items. That's just a thing that I have to do. Long time no see. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> 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 just throws it out the window. <laughs> it sticks back. in the mud. Hey. Okay. Oh, man. All right. DS Happy Reunion with Gutter will, I'm sure, come up next week, too. So <laughs> until then, folks, thanks for watching. And uh, we'll be back next week. And hopefully, Nate will be back, too. Um, and we'll see what happens next. Cheerio. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) And we're out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.